No, they aren't pinball wizards, but they're no slouches in the barcade. It's another round of Bruise Day Tuesday, brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store. Here are Drez and Big Nate. Ah. They don't make, they don't do the video game things like this anymore. No, they man. really don't. So I know I we, think that's part of the problem. We are doing uh, Thursday, Tuesday, Retro Video Game Edition, brought to you by the Southern Restaurant Six Pack Store. So, ah, uh, that's just, man, that's just so good. That's so damn good. All right, so if you're watching on the Facebook Live or the YouTube, you already saw the one that I just popped. Another, it's a double dry hopped Indian Pale Ale from Magnify Brewing, heating up. Obviously, a reference, and you can see the uh, pixelated on fire basketball. So I, I can still hear the "You're on fire." He's on fire. NBA Jam, also one of my all-time favorites from the Super Version. I actually, I have NBA Jam for '64. It's not as good. No, don't like it. Don't really like it that much. Well, that was when they tried to expand, and then they launched full, like Blitz yeah. and uh, NHL Hits, and then I. I think the baseball one was called Slugfest. Could be wrong. Anybody that plays any... I mean, I guess it's different with maybe the newer systems, but anytime you go looking for video games, it's always the sports games because those ones were always the ones that sucked, except for NBA Jam. That was the only one that I ever played and got into and liked. Other than that, it was it was all garbage. Uh, NHL 06 was good. That was the last sports video game I bought new. Um, I weirdly enough, and and I'm sure right now with with, with everything kind of coming to a head with uh, college athletes finally getting their due. NCAA football that was a video game for a while. I oh, was yeah. like, that's how? Why? Why? Well, and now it's going to be interesting how it. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not into the video games, the new stuff. But now with uh, the college, uh, you know, the, the being able to profit on your likeness and stuff, it'll it'll probably change quite a bit, and maybe it'll get, be interesting because it was you knew who it was, you knew whatever. But yeah. now they can actually get away with it. Uh, sorry, getting back to the beers. Uh, this one is six and a half percent. The heating up, magnifying brewings, double dry hopped Indian Pale Ale, and I do like on the side here. It shows like it's almost like the life bars of Citra. So it's mostly Citra hops. Mosaic, it's a little bit less. Uh, Citra Cryo. So it even has a gauge, uh, kind of old school video game esque of where you stand. Scotty Pippen never had a life bar. What are you popping, I've man? Got what do you the, got over there? Uh, I mean, this is very clearly, if you're watching on video, Sonic the Hedgehog influence. This is Adventure Hill Zone 1, if I've ever seen it. It's the Retro Games Double India Pale Ale, Nelson Savin Motika Galaxy, two-row malts, oats, and wheat. That's right. They list the ingredients right there on the front, 8.3% ABV, and uh, it's brewed by Commonwealth Brewing, family-owned and operated, which I think is awesome. Yeah, so, uh, wait, those are the birds from Duck Hunt. 
I, I did notice. I was like, I don't remember birds and Sega. I didn't There's have a, a Sega ring? growing up. So there is the ring, and it's and you can tell from the hills and everything. It definitely shouts Sonic. But uh, I didn't have a Sega growing up. I just I played Sonic, you know, at a friend's house here and there. Um, but that was one system, or even I I almost bought a Dreamcast simply because I loved Crazy Taxi. I loved that game. I remember playing it in Best Buy for like hours. But uh, I never did get it. I did get it for the uh, Game Boy Advance. I have a, a, a copy of Crazy Taxi. But so Dreamcast is an interesting chapter in my uh, my life. You had a Dreamcast, <sighs> yeah. I, we had a Dreamcast because I wanted to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which, by the way, to this day, I got it for any N sixty four. Tony Hawk That's easily good. like I could still house anyone in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I still play it to this All day. Right. Well, but is it because? It's, but Dreamcast, could, can you handle it on 64? Because if I invite you over and I beat you, I don't want you to be like, oh, it's because I'm not used to these controls. You give me three quick runs. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm good. Um, right. But the first two were my the best. stepbrother was really into Sonic the Hedgehog. So, like, the Dreamcast was the happy compromise in our house because it had the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, it had the Sonic the Hedgehog, and. Uh, yeah, and I, I I still to this day, like they were trying to do so much with that with the uh, visual memory card and yeah yeah it was it was maybe a bit ahead of its time it was I, so I ambitious know. yeah it it seemed like I think that's what bankrupted Sega I was gonna say I know that Nintendo didn't but I think that I feel like the Dreamcast to Sega is the GameCube to Nintendo like of that it was just a bit too different and you know some people were all in and other people were like yeah like because the gamecube was remember they that's when they switched it in those little discs that it was weird uh, i don't know never really liked it well, yeah one it, the gamecube was the first that was finally when we like switched back to nintendo because they got sonic adventure 2 on mm-hmm. the gamecube and my stepbrother was finally willing to compromise so i could go back to nintendo <laughs> and my comfortable territory so almost getting back to to Crazy Taxi, I almost bought a GameCube because you can get an adapter to play your Game Boy Advance games on a GameCube. Sort of like I have the Super Game Boy, so I can play my regular old school Game Boy games on my Super Nintendo. Uh, I, I wanted to be able to do that because I got a Game Boy Advance so I could get snood. I have uh, 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 Crazy Taxi... The other one I got on there is you you have the um and oh this this might be the best Mario of all time from for the Super Mario World. Super Mario World is probably my favorite. I yeah. mean Mario 3 is really good. It's up there. But Super Mario World is just leaps and bounds, man. Like well, the other such thing, a good game. And and it it's probably like why you gravitated towards Crazy Taxi and why I gravitated towards Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is you had actual soundtracks to those games. Those like exactly actual honest to God music and it was like that's the foundation of my love for rock and roll is yeah. Tony Hawk's. There's no doubt that Tony Hawk is the best soundtrack game. I mean, there's there's some good stuff in like uh because I mean, I did I did have a PS2. I got it secondhand strictly for GTA. Because you know GTA Three, Vice City, great soundtracks as well on there. And I love that you could flip around in the car and change the radio station. I liked Chatterbot. Like I liked the talk station. I always thought that was hilarious. But but yeah, Tony Hawk hands down 
best soundtrack for a video game. I mean, I'm sure there's probably newer ones out there that have some good stuff on there. But, I mean, if you're talking the, the era that we're talking, it's it's not even debatable. No, it, 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 it's light years above what everything could have been at that point. Um, So, kind of a, a, a little side note, something I realized here while we were off the air and uh, listening to some tunage. I have not shown you my uh, barcade setup because we've just moved in and we haven't had time to finalize it. But uh, how do you feel about emulators? Uh, I mean, in what way? Like, I mean, you know, I, so it's cool, I guess. Very first birthday with Cindy, she uh, gifted me a tank stick, which is it's a dual arcade joystick with individual programmable buttons. And, uh, yeah, so long story short, uh, here before very long, I'm going to have to go ahead and get the full arcade setup going. But uh, Yeah? Oh, that's... Yeah. In-home arcade setup. No. That's the way to go. I'm not opposed to that. I I did, for many, many years, have a full-blown Tetris machine in my home, and uh, I do I do miss it. I sold it on the last move, um, but... I feel like one day I'll I'll get I'll get a Tetris machine again. Tetris though, that's. Have you ever played Columns? I don't know if I know Columns. What was that? Well, for? you didn't have Sega. That that was I didn't have that Sega. was Sega's version of Tetris, and it kind of uh, did the same thing, but you could go horizontal and vertical. So like you could get lines vertically, and then it's oh. super competitive because you're playing against another player, and like you can just fully load up like one column and then it just and how would that work because in Tetris when it gets to the top then you're done so how do you lose on if there's a gap if, if it's not a full correct okay because you, you you can leave gaps in there and yeah if you don't then you're you're, you're tanked okay but, uh, hmm. yeah no never played that I did get Tetris fear for the 64 I do remember that one um and it was it was interesting, different different take on it. It was fun, but yeah, we didn't really delve into sixty four. Did you have a sixty four growing up? I did. Um, really good at Goldeneye. Goldeneye's classic. You know, that's to me that's the epitome, the OG first person shooter. Um, when I think, I mean, I, I mean, everybody used to just you'd play Goldeneye. You know, the the match, sudden death, or what? I don't even remember what they call it, but you know, doing that, but. My favorite for the 64 had to be Mario Party, dude. We would have some damn good times playing Mario Party. That was just such a good game. And, of course, you know, Mario Kart, obviously. Super Smash. Smash Diddy Kong Racing. Smash Brothers is classic. Yeah, Diddy Kong. Got that one, too. Yeah. I I kind of prefer Diddy Kong Racing to Mario Kart. Mario Kart? Kart? No. Yeah, I I don't know why. It's not like one of those weird... I, I liked it before it was popular, but I always liked the uh, the fact that like they had jets and boats. So you I mean, have you alternative know, vehicles. You were able to fly and stuff. Oh, uh, got me thinking. Star Fox. Star Fox 64. I've never been good at Star Fox. I just re- I just like playing the the uh, you know the battle battle rounds with friends and stuff. But I liked Star Fox so much that I tracked down. And offered money at a video store rental that had rented video games because I kept renting Star Fox S- Super 
Star Fox for the Super. And I was just like, eventually I was just like, can I just buy this from you? How much do you want from me to just buy it? And then once I did that, then I just started buying video games from this video. Like it was a video store in Fredericksburg or something. So we'd go up there and I, I remember I got Booger Man from, uh, from him, which uh, that's, I think actually is worth a little bit of money. Uh, I know we were talking about games being worth stuff. I think that the most valuable game I own is for 64. I have Worms Armageddon, which I remember playing that on our uh, computers at school. And it was all like, you know, in the network. So you could actually battle people in other classrooms and stuff. And then once I found out that it was all available on 64, I tracked it down and bought bought a copy of it. And that one's actually pretty fairly valuable. But, you know, and it's fun too. Yeah, I mean, that's that. That would be my biggest point. Like, I I did have a collection a few years ago, and and the hardest thing to me was, like, these are all my babies. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I can't just sell these off for yeah, for profit. It's it, it's not what that's about. Well, I'll be honest. The reason I got kind of screwed was I had uh, I had my super and had a good respectable game collection going. Then I got a sixty four. And I wanted to get, you know, more games and stuff for that. So those that remember Funko Land, the video game store. So I basically traded in my super and all my games for like barely any credit. And I ended but hindsight, you know, I bought I, I bought, you know, a couple of controllers and Mario Party, which was worth it because Mario Party is that good. And then I just had to turn around and rebuy the super and all my games again later on. But um, yeah, that was a bit of a scam, but, but, uh, damn it, damn that Funko land. I did not know you loved Mario party this much. Mario party, dude, we we're, were, uh, we were hardcore MPHC Mario party, hardcore. We were in, it was like a gang. <laughs> you had to get initiated to be an MPHC. You don't even know Mario beating you down. You don't even know about Mario party, bro. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> well, this has been fun. It has been. Uh, we should wrap it up. I could talk about this, the old school video games for days. But uh, first things first, man, we got to get to untapping these beers right about now. How is, I mean, I already know, I'm sure. It's Commonwealth and it's a video game theme, double IPA. But uh, how is the uh, retro, what was it called? Retro? Retro games. So I'm, I'm going to knock points off for mixing graphics. Oh, we're 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 gonna sure, lose sure. a quarter of a point, but you know it's because it's retro games. You know they're trying they're, to get a little best of both worlds. They're gonna make up for it. I promise you. Um, yeah, it, this is delicious. That eight point three percent ABV doesn't hurt. It's it's hazy. It's beautiful. It's delicious. Um, in spite of the negative points, they're they're gonna get a five. <laughs> All right. Well, that that tells you something. So, uh, yeah. Delicious. Uh, it's that good of a beer. So, for heating up uh, double dry hopped Indian pale ale from Magnify Brewing. So, I think that this is, I love the theme. I love, pardon me. Uh, I love a lot of things about this beer, but, and one of the things I love about it is I think it has pretty much confirmed that I do not like Mosaic Hops. There's been, I've been, been able to pick it up on certain beers, and there's been one beer that said had mosaic hops that I didn't pick up that note, and I thought, okay, well then maybe I'm wrong. But since then, I've had three or four more, and I'm like, there's this fl- like there's something on it that I don't like, and it does. I think it's the mosaic. So that is said, 
if you're into mosaic it's in there you'll taste it but uh i'm not going to really hold that too much against them because it is still a very well done beer you got some lacing there it's it's as advertised and now that i i think i am officially not a fan of mosaic hops i'll try and steer away from that i should have known i had to buy this beer anyways it's a 475 i I can't give it a five uh because of the abv and the in the ABV, you know, I'd want it to be a little higher. I mean, I guess it's for the right ABV for the beer, but I do like a good higher ABV. Um, Nate, I know what we're doing next week. Do you know what we're doing next week? I don't. Well, it's a certain, I wouldn't say holiday, but on that stupid calendar of ours, it's uh, Celiac Awareness Day. Gluten-free. We're going gluten-free next week. I don't know what <laughs> that's going to be an adventure. Uh, it will be. All right, there's your tease. All right, we'll uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll get back with the tunes here on 105.3 the bear. Stick around. <laughs> 